bet that never got a sweat. If you beat the cash, I beat a rubber band. You beat a match, I won't be a fuse. Boom, painter, baby, you could be the muse. I'm the reporter, baby, you could be Podcast, the muse. this is Ron again. I have a special guest, Yaz, on the line. Go ahead, Yaz, and say, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Yaz. Um, here to talk with Ron, see what we have to say today. <laughs> well, you know, this week and next week, I'm actually going to do a lot of a lot of conversations with individuals, couples, married couples, couples that's engaged, or people that has opinion about love. This is a Valentine's month. This is actually my favorite month because it's Valentine's Day, and I love celebrating Valentine's Day. So. It's a special day to me. And yeah, I've got a few questions for you okay. here. Since, you know, you're my first special guest for this love event I have in store for the world. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very, you know, deep guy with love. You know, I'm a Pisces, so we, we deep oh, into gosh. everything. Hey, I mean, you know. Y'all are sensitive. <laughs> you know, we a little sensitive at times, but... <laughs> You know, it's not too bad. We just, we just love, you know, love caring for other love. people. We love, love. we love love. You know, sometimes we're hopeless romantic. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes we just want to, we just want people to know that we care in a way. So my first question in this world about love is, first of all, what is your take of love? Like, what do you, what do you, what do love mean to you? Well, I'm Sagittarius, and Sagittarius. I think we're known Sagittarius. Yes, we love our freedom. So when it comes to love, I feel like love is wanting to share that space with somebody, wanting to include them into your life 99.9% of the time. So I feel like with that characteristic that I have, that's when I really know if I care about somebody because I will. I have been the person to go and disappear. So love is just wanting to have that person around all the time and to open yourself up to be annoyed, basically. But... Hmm. <laughs> All right, so you said, you know, you just love, you know, you just want freedom. So with you, in a way, do you feel like someone should be with you, like, all the time? Like, someone should be loving you all the time, like, 24 hours, 24-7 a day, wake up in the morning, good morning, babe, how you doing, you look beautiful, I love you. Then, you know, you brush your teeth, person behind you, good morning, babe, you know, you just look so good, just... Goddamn brushing your teeth right there. That toothpaste looks so shiny <laughs> in your teeth. You look amazing today. You know, do you like that 24-7? That's what you mean by freedom? Like uh, like being bogged by love all the time when you love someone? Or do you just want, like, when you say freedom, do you want that space sometimes? Like, hey, I just want to be by myself. But I want you to love me from a distance in a way. Well, like, would break it down some more for me. Okay, so just... Being who I am, I love space, and I would like the freedom, and I guess it just comes with a lot of trust. But I think what you were talking about as far as just somebody all on you 100%, I don't think that's really authentic. That's more like infatuation. So I feel like what love is to me is just knowing that person is there. You don't have to call me all day or tell me I look good while I'm brushing my teeth, but (laughs) don't. 
disappear. Pitting on and that's socks, somebody, smooth, somebody who loves, yeah, somebody who loves freedom. When I realize that I haven't talked to somebody in a mm-hmm. while and I'm starting to care about it, it's like, oh shit, yeah. I like them or I love them because usually, you know, I wouldn't care about that type of thing. So I think for somebody like me, mm-hmm. that's when you know that it's changing because. You don't want that freedom no matter how much you wanted it before. Mm. That's crazy. So it's like you're giving up a piece of your freedom just to be with that person because you know, like, uh, being with someone or, you know, building a relationship towards that, having that value of love takes time, takes a little bit of freedom away from you and whatnot. Do you think that is so? It's possible. As far as. Uh, yeah, so I think when you're in love with someone or experiencing love, then you don't want that freedom anymore, no matter if you're like, this the biggest bachelor ever, that's mm-hmm. when you notice that somebody is important to you, because what used to bother you with other people, like, oh, they bothered me, why did I take that time? You want to do those things, and you notice when it's not being done, it's like, oh, before I didn't want that, but this person is a little different, I want them to kind of bother me, or... So just craving, having new cravings that you never had before that usually will bother you with other people. And then especially time. Because anybody, everybody feel like it's off the first week, two weeks, mm-hmm. the honeymoon phase. But if that feeling is so long, three months, six months, a year, then my friend are in love. Mm. Okay, so what's the, what do you think the difference is between liking someone and loving someone and also you think someone from at first sight i'm sorry well, uh, i'll start with the last no i don't think you can love somebody at first sight you can definitely like somebody at first sight so mm-hmm. of course attraction plays a big role but when you like somebody you know you think they look good or they're funny and i feel like once it changes in the love that's when that same person like So, how long you think that representative phase? How long? How long would you consider like to be in the representative phase before you actually show your true self to that person? Well, I think it really depends on how genuine both people are and where you met. So, if you meet somebody like in a club or kind of like drunk or just in a fun environment, you don't get that big person for, I think, a very long time because they always, they're going to look at each other as fun or whatever. But if you meet somebody like at work, school, somewhere where you have to be your real self around them, I feel like that would be more of a shorter time because they actually know you from history before with any type of, you know, courtship or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So I think normally, like, if it's like a club or something funny, you might be that big person for two years. 
and then wait for your song for two years, and then something pop, something real pop off, and you realize, okay, I really never knew this person, mm. or somebody you really got to know, you worked with, and like, you've seen them interact with other people before with even anything real, that could be a few months, honestly. Mm. It's all about how fast you can get comfortable with that person in a way, right? Right. Exactly. Mm. Okay. So, listen, I'm sorry, I'm going to turn this off. I'm being a real little host here. So, like, um, for, I guess, for attraction-wise, you know, you mentioned attraction earlier. So, like, would you, should you be attracted to the physical first? Or, like, should you be attracted to, like, the personality, like, uh, from a third view, from third-person view type of thing, like, uh, attraction, you know, physical attraction, you see the person, oh, damn, she fine as hell, whatever, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> or you can do, like, you know, the third-person third view is, like, no, she ain't that, you know, she ain't that attracted physically, but let me hang around her a little bit, see how she is as a person. So what, what do you think? that uh that process is like like how should you be attracted to, to someone or what is your personal view of it um i think that it does go back to like men and women and how like men of course look they go off their you know vision and how women look but honestly i have homegirls that are like no he ugly i'm not gonna talk to him mm. so i wouldn't say it's exactly one way personal preference the free countries and the people out here that you can choose people how you want to choose them mm-hmm. but as far as what's going to be authentic is definitely going to be the personality because what say people get sick like people get pregnant people mm-hmm. have accidents and if you base everything on looks that's fading versus somebody's character forever so I feel like the right thing of course or the more genuine and more lasting thing would be personality but you can't somebody can look good and have a good personality mm-hmm. so that's why you get to know people so I wouldn't say it's just one way or the right way but you know what you know it's going to be something that's going to have a little better foundation and that's going to be one if somebody's personality okay so like what if you know this person you know this just butt ass ugly too you know what I'm saying he hollering at you every day you know what I'm saying he you know, you got the facial features ain't there, you know what I'm saying? Or the athletic features ain't there for him. But, you know, every day he tell you, oh, man, you know, yeah, you look beautiful. You know, I love your dress. You look amazing. Every morning and whatnot or every day, that every time that he gets a chance to see you, you know, you recognize that. <laughs> but you still like, you know, just because of how he look, whatnot, or, you know, attractiveness, whatnot. Why? Why don't? You know, girls always like why? Why do girls pass off those guys? Then later on, afterwards, find out like, oh, those guys was the one. Because most that's I seen that happen a lot. Like, why do you think that yeah. happens? Um, I think most people are shallow, so if they don't look good, they don't look good. Like, if they don't look good, they don't look good. Like, they don't look good. 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 They don't look Besides what anybody got to say, they can't look at somebody and just have a conversation with them and build with them if they don't look a certain way. So I think it's just first being shallow mm-hmm. or just 
depending on what people want. So if somebody is looking for like marriage and offspring and girls, and it's a lot of different girls, and I feel like being in the South, everything is related to marriage or future. Mm. Like I'm more of a, I want to stay in the present, especially with relationships because it's so thick, you know, like fickle. But yeah. um. I think a lot of girls in the South is like, okay, well, this might be the one, you know, so girls are not going to do that because they feel like every man may potentially be their husband, so they don't. Y'all feel like that? So so y'all feel like that? I think so. I'm not going to say everyone, and I'm not going to say I never thought that way because as a woman, of course it's something I thought about, so... Mm -hmm. I see a lot of girls, and then especially, like, we're not going to go there, but sports yeah. like color and all that, men and women, they deal with that, like, they want somebody this color, this type of hair, because they think about their kids, and that's everybody, but, yes, definitely. And this, I think it just comes down to being shallow, like, <laughs> they're not going to even get to know that person because, like, ill. why would you think he could talk to me? So, yeah. just in immaturity. Okay, maturity. All right, so you know earlier I was doing a little research about you know the two mental aspects of love or even dating, and like uh, there's unconscious love, which means that you know you're aware of what's going on, whatnot, but like you still want to play around a little bit, like you know what's you know what's you know what's in front of you. Well, you know what's in front of you, but you still want to play around with the other people. You still want to date out there. You know, just keep fucking and bucking, really. And there's conscious dating, right? Which means you know who you are as a person. You know what you want, and you know your attitudes, your skills, your choices, and you know how to you know how you want your relationship to be and how you want it to work. So, like for unconscious dating. You know you're aware, but you just you just you just playing around. You just playing around the screws, just dating. You think like what you think is the negatives and positives of that? Of unconscious dating. Yes, yeah, so you just dating for the fun of it, winging it out here in the streets. Um, I think the positive is you're getting to know yourself. You're getting to know what you like, what you don't like where you want to go because a lot of people's problem is they meet people and they're going straight to the room because they don't know what they like. They don't know what type of movie they like. They don't know what type of beer they drink if they happen to be at a bar. So I feel like it's definitely positive because you learn on what you like and if this doesn't work out, where do you want to go with that next person as far as like to have fun and all of that. The negative as far as unconscious dating, I think, it will be, so this is more like this anybody that come up by, you date them without really even thinking about it. And so a little bit more. Hmm. Okay. And for uh, conscious dating, so what, like, you know, from your personal, well, your, your personal aspect, like, what do you look for? And someone when you dating, like, do you, when you want to date someone seriously, you want, you know, you want to, you're, you're to the mental aspect and to a point in your life, you know what? That one in my life and the want that person to look at me as a queen. What do you look for in a when dating? Um, I think it's just 
Catch on fire, then you like, oh, and he he bitching out for years. He he screaming and shit louder than you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, he cannot scream. He gotta keep me calm. No, that's oh, oh, big. Oh, oh, no, they said. You know he out there. They all back on number one. Get the dog. Oh God, he out the house. You you ain't out the house yet. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Well, no, that's a part there. Should you keep your guard up before you let it down when speak when talking to someone when dating? Um, that's a good question. I feel like, of course, it's gonna be depending on the person. But honestly, I think it's best to go maybe with not. I wouldn't go with my guard up. I would kind of go and kind of honest and see how that person reacts to it. As soon as it's any kind of like funny business or things aren't adding up and that's I feel like you start this best to start building it up once that person mm-hmm. you know, start showing itself because with time their true code is gonna come out. So if you come in here all hard as a rock and like eventually after you are like, Okay, I'm gonna give this person my all and then that real person come out then you you hurt. But if mm-hmm. you come in honest like, Look, I'm a grown person, you a grown person Oh, you don't have nothing to lie about. If stuff start being funny, then you know how to move. Those are the red flags. But every time you see a flag, definitely start actually building the guard up and then once you see that big brown one, then you get off the situation. Mm. So you think like your exes should like if you see like uh, a similarity of that. Like a similar with that person in like same way that you seen your ex before, like uh, a trait 
you know something that your ex did before that same person was doing should you stop immediately like hey that's a flag i need to stop talking to this person because it reminds me of that last situation you think that's a thing that you should do in dating no i think if you're mature enough to date if people aren't most of the time but if you are if you notice something that's the point it has it not have your guard up in the first place you how how they focus on your past experiences and that this is a sensitive spot for you. Um, I feel like once you communicate how you feel about something and keep seeing it after you was 100% real with them, then that's when it's a flag and then that's when you need to maybe cancel everything. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. So do you think a lot of couples who date, right, do they, you think they just like cohabitat? or avoid commitment so they can avoid the pain of divorce in the future so you think like like they since they see all these you know these percentages these numbers about marriage high percentage divorce rate and shit like that you think since a lot of a lot of couples see that you think they just avoid having a long commitment a long or a goal of being married in the future yeah, I do see a lot of people doing that because divorce is no joke and having your name tied to somebody like that isn't really that scary. So honestly, I feel that way, but it's because, you know, I've never been married. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if I found the one or anything like that. So there's nobody that showed me like I could trust you to share a name, anything happen, you know, because now alimony and if you make more money, then you got to pay that person cause based off how they were living. So that is very scary, especially somebody who's very financially knowledgeable like myself. So, yeah, people are doing that because nobody want to have to do it for more for money. So, yeah, I'm one of the statistics, I guess, that's afraid. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a guy to show you, like, what should a guy show you? that he really want to marry you and he's in there in the forever you know what i'm saying so how you how you think a guy should show you that that's you as you being yes a guy should show i think consistency because since i'm so since i love freedom and i'm basically this point independent it's just like nothing is really like I don't know, they just need to be consistent on me because I'm not the easiest person to deal with, especially depending on how people mm-hmm. look at, like, submitting and how they want their women. Like, that's not me at all. So he would have to show that he believes that the genders are equal. Yeah. And I'm not going to be some 50 housewives. And also that this consistency is so... Sometimes I don't, even though I know the right thing to do, sometimes I don't want to talk about it on my problems. Sometimes I feel like, well, you should have knew better. And I'm going to need somebody who's going to fish that stuff out of me sometimes because I'm not going to always be forthcoming. But if he cares about me enough, he'll know and I have an issue and we'll to talk about that. Mm. So you just want to come on, come on one day like, hey, babe, you know, well... <laughs> You want to come home one day, you just eat up, you just feel the energy inside the room just by even walking in the household. You just know the household is off because my queen is just 
off balance right now. You just want him to come by. You just try to do his best. Because, you know, we as guys, we're really, we're, we're, we're getting better at communicating and talking and whatnot, but, but we're more showers. Well, not see, so like, do you rather him talk to you or show you? So I'm going to need somebody who's going to be kind of stern, like, all right, now, enough with the BS. You've been acting like this, lost, and it's going to make me talk instead of letting me just pull away until I'm all the way gone. Hmm. Okay. All right. So I got, let's see, you got about two more things we in here. All right. So we'll define love in five words. Five words. Yep, five words. Okay, love is sharing your world. Okay, that's five words. Okay, why why you say that? <laughs> I had to count my fingers. So why why you why you say that? Like what what's that mean to you? Love is because like how how we talking about like the representative, like you could pretend for years, two years, ten years. But it's just always like, like having two lives. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at night or the weekends on travel, if you somebody, or even with your friends down mm-hmm. the street, you're a completely different person. And you're not sharing your world with that person. And it's not love, it's infatuation, it's like. But when you love somebody, they know who you are, no mm-hmm. matter what room, no matter where you go, or if they don't speak to you, it's not going to be any type of new information, basically. Okay. Okay. Alright, so I got one cool question. So for your kids, so as they get older, what's the first thing you will want to teach them about love? Like when your daughter get a little bit older and she start, you know, dating or stuff like that, when your son get a little older, how would you teach them about love or how to love someone? that came in my head is communication and everybody is so cliche but it's true mm-hmm. communicating exactly what you need what the person needs what you like what you don't like of course that's important because once you that's the foundation because okay. you, you could be in a relationship with somebody three years later like you know what I really don't like like that should have been spoke about and now you've been sitting through that for three years for that so definitely communication laying the foundation of really getting up somebody and then the second part would be selflessness. Love is helping somebody when you don't feel like it, or because I feel like love is always a choice. Mm. And you could decide, nope, I'm not going to deal with it, or you could decide, I love this person, so I'm going to deal with it. So being communicating and being selfless is love to me. Oh. All right, so. Uh... <laughs> So I'm going in this conversation that we have, and you know, thanks for being my first special guest, my first special event for the Love Valentine's Day special leading up to all the Valentine's Day. Anyway, go ahead, shout out like any type of social media that you have, or like uh, if anyone have any questions about what you was talking about, how they can reach you. Okay, um, again, yes, uh, all my social media is spotlight underscore yes and that's Y-A-B again a spotlight yes okay well thanks for having you appreciate the conversation it was great (laughs) 
It was. You helped me see it. You communicated with me. How do you feel like things differently in short your time? Yes, I did. It was short. But I'm very, very, I'm very happy to have you on here. Thank you. Um, all right. Call me anytime. I have a lot of opinions. All right. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to go ahead and end this. And um, for listeners listening, um, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify. Um, you can find me on Potomac as well. And I'm only getting bigger and better. And if you want to come on the next episode, please DM me. And don't don't uh don't hesitate to. So thank you. Even when